Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. Alright, man. This is episode nine. Wow. All I can say is wow. <laughs> um, still riding this wave. Not so much a wave, but a uh, very new experience. It's only been what a total of what two months, basically. Yeah. Yeah, man. Been on it every week, two months. Persistence is key, my friend. Yes, sir. All right. We're going to go ahead and get right into it. And this is this <laughs> this topic here is, I don't know, not many people talk about this, but it is very real in the majority of society. And we've, most of us have experienced this, but just people are not very transparent about it or they just don't want to talk about it. And that's the whole phase. The whole phase. It is a period of time where you are fucking more people than you have ever done in your life. <laughs> Does it make you a bad person? Not at all. I think a whole phase is important because shit, man, you know, especially if you, I mean, let, let me say this. It's important because you need these experiences earlier in life. So you don't value them when you get older. You don't want to be a 41-year-old hoe. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be in your late 30s still still fucking everybody. It's better that there is a certain time where either when you're single and you're hooking up or doing what you're doing. And it don't really mean you're just like a hoe fucking everybody. It just means you're going through a certain time where you're having more casual sex than you probably ever had. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with it, man. Mm -hmm. Um. And what I find funny too is, is this is not, this is, this happens equally. Men go through it. Women go through it. The the vast majority of both go through it. They're hanging out and especially some chicks, you know, they'll get out of a long relationship. They probably been in a relationship with a guy for years and they break it off. And during that whole time, she never cheated on him, but she definitely had curiosities. Yeah. And then when them girls get single, they get wild. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I used to be a I used to be a bouncer for a little bit of time, and uh, I seen girls leave with a different dude on uh, Taco Tuesday. They leaving with a different dude. Saturday leaving with a different dude, and it's just like, damn, like this chick is leaving with different guys. <laughs> but uh, the thing about it is, is I'm pretty sure once that same person, the same woman, gets older, she's not gonna be doing that. Yeah, it, you know, it's just it's just a, a time. It's a it's a point in time where everybody has to unbuckle their belt straps mm-hmm. and get it get it popping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's um yeah, the, there's definitely that range. It's like the I guess like the early twenties range. Yeah, twenty three usually usually happens. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree that everyone. I think everyone go, goes through it. Definitely. There's, the, I think the only people that don't go through it at that time frame is people that have been in relationships since like high school. Definitely. So if you have like this girlfriend or boyfriend that you've been with since you were like sixteen, seventeen, Definitely. and then y'all been together so many years, and then by the time you hit like thirty, y'all finally break up or y'all finally break it off or whatever. And then you kind of like, you know, you're kind of like backtracking yeah. a little bit because you, you didn't have that, you know, you didn't have that, that, that window. Yeah. Yeah. So. They still going to get it popping though. Trust yeah, me. They still going to get it popping. Oh yeah. I've seen, you know, people, you know, these 30 year old women and stuff like that mm-hmm. do that or, you know, late thirties, mid thirties, 
you just be like, dang. To me, it, it to me, it's like it looks kind of odd just because they're thirty and they're going to the club every weekend. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You know, I can't knock you if you yeah. didn't get that opportunity when you was definitely when you was in your twenties. I'm not gonna judge you. I'm just gonna do you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And you know what, man? And in all honesty, the, the people will say like, oh, the, you know, I've never had to go through that. That's not me, blah, blah, blah. I just think that a lot of times women feel shamed for doing the same thing as men. Mm-hmm. And I think that's ridiculous. I, I mean, honestly, I'll be real. I'd much rather be in a long-term relationship with a woman who has been through that phase and is out of it rather than a woman that doesn't have that much life experience. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's a chance you it's a chance you could get cheated on. I'm not saying it would happen, but a woman that's already been through it, she more or less would probably value a stronger union and relationship. Going, you know, when you guys both grow together, because y'all both then you know had your fun, yeah, and that part of your life is over with. You don't really you don't care for that. Mm-hmm. But if you've been with one guy, and it's like, damn. That's tough. That's tough. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's tough. Mm-hmm. And people's and and the thing about it is, is people have different levels of promiscuity. Like, yeah, <laughs> as well. Like, if you're if it's a chick and she's doing like, you know, a certain amount of guys, she's just having a healthy sex life, but she's not screwing everybody. Mm-hmm. That's also good. Mm-hmm. But then it's some that this chicks that be like. I've literally been having a conversation with one of my boys or we all like talking. And then my thing, I don't kiss and tell, mm-hmm. you know, I keep my mouth shut. I don't talk about women that I've been with, but you will hear like somebody be like, Oh yeah, I smash over there. And like, oh, I smash too. And you'd be like, Oh my God. Like, and they damn. give each other a high five. Like the high five. Like, like the Cavaliers when they announced the lineup. Then- <laughs> you just like, damn. Like, and that's how it really is. You know, and then, but the thing about it is, it's like, you know, women aren't going to be like, yeah, you know, I, I, I smashed him and I smashed him. They're not going to wear that. Yeah. You know, but they go through the same things we go through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in my adult life, my thing is this, I'm too old and busy to be chasing chicks down and, you know, going to the club every week, trying to get a piece of ass. First of all, that's just, that's the worst place to like legitimately try to hook up with someone because yeah. that club is full of people that go there every week and then people be like literally passing each other around yeah that's a bad look mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and if you sit down and think about it the club is like the worst place to be yes there's a lot of people it may be hot in there people dance and they sweating they got too much makeup on man it's a lot of alcohol going around a lot of stds yeah, and you spending <laughs> you spending a lot of money. Like yeah. you gonna work. I imagine the majority of those people work a regular job. They may get paid like ten, eleven, twelve dollars an hour. And so <laughs> you gonna work all week and then spend like twenty five percent of your check going to the club trying to buy out the bar or whatever. And then some people be going like multiple days. So some people go on Tuesday. Like I would work. I worked. I uh, I used to bounce for a little bit. And I will work like Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, and maybe sometimes Sunday. 
there would be people in there on all those days. It was like we both came to work at the same time. Oh my god! It's just like, yo, you here again? Like, yeah, man, I work here. Yo, you here again? Yeah, man, I'm getting drinks here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and not to stray off topic, but being a bouncer at a club, you see more than what you should. Yeah. Like you, and it's like, and it's it's sad, man. Some people are like, they literally are in pain. Like they yeah. are big time alcoholics, mm-hmm. um, and they use these social outings to get drunk and and chase loose people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's a bad look. I can honestly say that I have never, and and I and I'm not saying this to sound better than anyone else. Yeah. I've met women at clubs before, but I never hooked up with them that night. Like, I have to build some type of dialogue with women I sleep with. I can't just be like, hi, my name's Eddie. Oh, your name's Jessica? All right, let's go back to my place. Like, first of all, yeah, that's, you don't, so that's too much. You don't know if this chick is crazy. She might slash your fucking tires and bust your window out. She, yeah. could, be, she could be a convicted felon and be trying to rob you. Like, you can't just trust a pretty face anymore, man. Mm-hmm. And so many men are dumb. That'd be like, oh man, you see that booty? I gotta get her home to right now. Yeah. And I'd be like, hey man, like, hey, chill out, bro. Nah, man, I gotta, I gotta. I'd be like, all right, man. Yeah, people be people. It'd be some hounds in there. Yeah, big time. They'd be going. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you can have a terrible. If you go into a club and you just going in there to have fun, have you know a couple of drinks with your friend and what friends and whatnot, and you know just going there to listen to music and whatnot, you'll you'll leave having a good time. Definitely. But usually people have a miserable time if they're going to the club to try to take some girl home. Yeah, that's horrible. Because it rarely happens. And if you go in there thinking that every single time you go and it doesn't happen, you're just going to be miserable. Yeah. Like, man, ain't no girls here. I'm leaving. Or yeah, it's just like, you know, the girls here that are here, they ain't really feeling you. You know, I mean, it's a lot of girls that go to the club just to have some good time, like a good time with their girlfriends. Definitely. And they don't want like 50 niggas like, Brushing up on them, yeah, for real, yeah. And ladies, don't feel bad if you had a one night stand. Don't don't feel bad because it it may happen and it happens to all of us. It's happened Uh before. Uh If you if you never made a habit of doing that, then just don't be like, I feel so bad. I feel so dirty. I didn't even know his name because I know for a fact a lot of y'all didn't take a dude. A dude went home or went to his place and like. I forgot his name. I think it was Josh. I think his name was Josh. <laughs> and he was like, man. If his name was Taekwon, he's he, I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> Never mess with a nigga named Taekwon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Never mess with a nigga named Duquan. You get pregnant, you ain't get no child support. You might as well just say, fuck it. <laughs> so ladies don't fuck Daquan <laughs> yeah but it's just one of those things man it's one of those things you go through and you know it, it, like I said everybody's I don't really want to say promiscuity but like the sexual scale is different where a lot of uh, uh, you know where a man or woman it could be having sex with five people in a year it could be a lot whereas some people they have sex with 25 30 people in a year like it's all different, but I highly suggest you get that shit out your system now. That's why there's so much cheating going on, you know, mm-hmm. because people don't get it out of their system. And then some people just be hoes their whole life. Yeah. Like, that's not cool. That is not cool. It's, it's, when you, especially when you're getting up in age, that all that energy and karma, you know, and dealing with all these women, is just a bad look. Mm-hmm. It's a bad look. I can't. 
my thing is is I cannot balance, you know, um, you know, a career and working a lot of hours and doing what I do and trying my best to just take down a bunch of girls. Like that is not a priority of mine. Yeah. I, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even want to do that. Yeah. You know, more or less. Um, I honestly, if it was to happen, I would be ready to settle down. But you can't settle down with just anybody. Yeah. That shit is a it's a big deal. You can't give everybody a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh you can get laid. And uh mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do that. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with casual sex. Mm-hmm. You just just don't make don't make it a habit to sleeping with everybody. Yeah. Build some dialogue, you know. You know, find out some things about her and if you see any red flags and just cut it off. Mm-hmm. But there's also nothing wrong with not having a whole, a whole face. I congratulate yeah, exactly. all those people that, you know, just kind of go through life and, you know, they're not they're not solely looking for some uh, the uh, satisfaction of the flesh, I guess. Yeah, I exactly. Know, you know, not everyone know. needs it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. a majority of us do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to your point though, that yeah, you're definitely right. Mm. It, 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 you you can hear your your uh, scratching your afro through the. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> it's not like you was going through some bushes. <laughs> you just heard your afro like. Is <laughs> <laughs> somebody outside? <laughs> There's a wild afro in the in the Sahara Desert. <laughs> it sound like a freaking what, uh, what's the new crocodile hunter and Nat Geo documentary yeah <laughs> crikey we got a big one <laughs> we got a Wakanda afro <laughs> what kind of accent is that that's, that's uh, uh what's the name of Steve Irwin remember the guy he passed away he got hit by a stingray yeah I know but you kind of mixed some other like regions in there oh he had a uh, I don't know but that's comedy well, I tried. <laughs> Stafford that counts, damn it. Yeah, uh, to, to Keith's point, um, not everyone needs to go through that phase. But the majority of people, I'm pretty sure they would be curious as of to, like if they're with the same person for a long time. Some people don't have that urge, but I would assume some do. And they'd be thinking like, hmm, I wonder what they could do to me. You know, you know what I'm saying? I wonder what she could do to me. I wonder what she could do to me. I wonder what he could do to me. And it doesn't make you a bad person for having those thoughts. Yeah. It's, it's, you know. If you're a guy out there going through your your whole phase <clears throat> and you want to, um, going back to the whole National Geographic um, crocodile prey and predator thing, um, you want to... You want to look for girls that have been in long relationships that have, you know, that have started like when they were 17, 16 years old. And now they're like maybe in their mid 20s or late 20s or something like that. Those are the kind of of girls you want to prey on because um, (laughs) at a certain point, they may end up being married or whatever. Yeah, you got (laughs) to get them. And it may just go, you know, it may go on forever. But yeah. it may also be like, you know, they're kind of on the rocks and, you know, the relationship is getting a little bit boring or the guy has yeah. cheated on a girl so many times yeah. and she finally wants to get her get back and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, 
yeah, just look out for those ones. Or people that have been in super long relationships and then they finally break up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. But it's the truth. Unfortunately, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And the, the, another thing, too, is that you mentioned the prey and predator thing. Um, <clears throat> I've seen there's been some, you know, obviously when people are in a relationship, you know, they're, even their whole outlook and and their social media is different. They'll be like with my man at the park, and yeah. but then once they break up, they got this tight dress on. Mm-hmm. They got that that uh, that post uh, <laughs> that breakup makeover. It seems like every chick when they break up, they get a makeover and they go to the club. You be like, oh, damn, is, is that Chelsea? <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know she had a body like that. That's funny. Chelsea be in the club with a uh, with a sundress on. You be like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and now then you just go over there like, hey, so how's everything been? And they'd be like, ah, you know, just broke up with my boyfriend. And you'd be like, oh, it's on and cracking. <laughs> when anytime you're talking to a chick and she mentions something about her not having a man, yeah, you are on like Donkey Kong. Dang. It is on. Shout out to Chelsea. Shout out to Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea versus Donkey Kong. <laughs> Sound like some browsers. Like. Oh, no. <laughs> Chelsea takes on Big Donkey Kong. <laughs> oh no! Heck no! Oh man! Let me sip my drink. Huh? <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, um, I say this. I say this to be completely honest take full advantage of that situation i'm not saying i'm not saying go out there and be crazy and sleep with everybody just get it out of your system let those curiosities go yeah and uh have fun Mm -hmm. and always use protection Mm -hmm. you know um i will say this condoms do work they definitely do work Mm -hmm. um but you know it's some shit that you can't uh condoms don't block so you got to be careful what kind of girls you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's been a, some girl. And also, this is from a male's advice. You need to know when to say no. Just because a girl throws it at you does not mean you need to take it. Yeah. You got to have, even if you out here and, you know, you living your best life, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. know, you need to make sure not only to wear condoms, but if a girl seems iffy or you think she just really, just really out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, uh, let's reschedule for another time. Like, oh, it's cool. Let's <laughs> like, reschedule for February. It never. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, man. You gotta. You, you, it, I know this sounds like, um, like I'm being a hypocrite, but like, even if you out here doing your thing, just don't be reckless to the point to where you're just taking everything. Yeah. I had a homie, man. We used to go out. He used to be trying to hook up with a bunch of like every 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 time we went out, it was a different chick. He was like, "I got this girl from Hawaii, man. She got ass." And I was like, "I remember that." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, all right, all right, man, that's cool, you know." Mm-hmm. And then the chick shows up, and I'm just like, "What is that?" <laughs> she looked like uh, Lilo and Stitch. You be like, yeah, out here looking like a. Uh, Looking like a creature, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, like, man, you gotta have standards, man. Some type of standard, because you know, I find that women have more standards than men. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Women will be like, no, oh, he's not tall enough. Oh, you know, this and that. Oh, you know, he doesn't have a car. Oh, yeah. With men, we don't, for the most part, men don't give a fuck. Care. I care. I I've care. Seen like, I've seen, like, situ- or we've seen situations where um, there would be, and we don't even know if these people hooked up or whatever. But Got it. Like when Snapchat used to have the um, the top five thing. Got there, it. Got it. And it would be some girl. I'm not gonna, you know, describe her, but she was a person that we don't, me and Eddie wouldn't find attractive. Yes. And then there's this person that's from our town that you know many people, you know, he's like sings and yeah. he does a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. And he's like, you know, like a fake <laughs> sex sim- symbol on Instagram yeah. or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And he was like number one on this girl's thing, and it was just like, how the heck is this? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not saying that they did anything, or I don't know yeah. what they did or what they didn't do. But you know that just goes to show, like that you know th- that men don't have no standards. They don't have no standards. Yeah. The same dudes you, same dudes are trying to be a sex symbol, all with their shirt all off and trying to be all sexy and shit. Cool. They are <clears throat> they somewhere at a barnyard fucking some chick that looks oh, like that look like Peter Griffin <laughs> <laughs> with pigtails and, <laughs> and missing teeth. Yeah, it's like come on in. <laughs> Is that you, Daquan? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dang it! I had a I had a thought, uh, but yeah. Oh, that that Snapchat top five shit. Yeah, and it's it's a good thing they took that off because that was it, ruining that shit was ruining some relationships. Like if your girl, if you was to look at your girl's top five and the dude that's at the top, his name is Long Dick James. You're like, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy writing my girlfriend? <laughs> my name is James. LeBron James, LeBron James. <laughs> You'd be like, and, and I know for a fact there's some dudes that would like go to their girl's phone and look at like, who the fuck is Long Dick James? <laughs> He's just a friend. Calm down. Heck no. Nah. <laughs> you are so jealous. Oh my God. You're always making a big deal out of it. You know what? We just need to call and just break up. So now you can hang out with Big Dick James now. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, yo, man. yo, that that top five shit beat. I don't know. Yeah, they good thing they took that off. Cause yeah, that was, that that was, was killing was, some. People. That was killing some relationships. I guarantee yeah. you. And uh, I don't know that Snapchat shit. It still ain't no good. It's like it's two different worlds, man. That, that Snapchat shit be real. Like you be like, <laughs> you'll text somebody good morning. All of a sudden, you just get a butt back. You, you be, be like, like, what the heck? Whose butt is this? I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. Girls are starting to do that more often oh, nowadays. Yeah. It was at a point where guys were sending all kind of unsolicited yeah, pics. But definitely. girls are starting to do that more and more now. Definitely. Like, I'm just unfazed. Like, I didn't see so many... First of all, I don't want to put my business out there, but I've seen so many nudes that I'll just be, like, eating a sandwich and open up my Snapchat, and it's be some titties, and I'll be like, let me finish eating a sandwich. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not even... It doesn't. Yeah. It's not intriguing. Yeah. You know? It's not intriguing. I'm not, like... I just be eating a sandwich. I don't skip a bite. I just keep on chewing. Like, yeah. hmm, this Swiss cheese sure is good. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's... You hit him with the thumbs up? Yeah, I hit him with the thumbs up with a smiley face like, good morning. Like, good morning. Yeah. And some, some and sometimes, like, that doesn't even mean anything. There's just, like, we, we live in a time now where people are so, like, super comfortable with their bodies. They just want to, like, show you. That doesn't yeah. mean that they even have intentions of doing anything. Yeah, it's really just the Instagram posts that they send to you through Snapchat. Yeah, but it's like when they can't put the Snapchat, I mean, the, the Instagram because they're 
like naked. Yeah. You know. But I mean, girls on there are practically naked. Yeah. Right, so. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Naked with a filter. Yeah. They got, they got like a halo. Or they got something like the smallest thing, or they may put like an X on the nipples or something like that, so they don't get flagged. Instagram is low key trash. It is. Yeah. It it's wasn't terrible. like that. Yeah, they're terrible at catching like you know all that stuff. It 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 doesn't even like. Um, baby, before on Facebook, they they used to be able to catch stuff like definitely. More so, but Instagram yeah. now they just everyone's pushing the line. Like Kim Kardashian yeah. is like like naked on like fifty percent of her posts, yeah. and it's just like what the heck. It, you know, I think it's good for Instagram. It's 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 they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's like when when Amber Rose could get on <clears throat> Instagram and show her unshaved vagina. On Instagram, oh, I didn't see that. you didn't see that. Mm-mm. I was scrolling through there, and I just see Emerald's bald head in her shave in her unshaved vagina. She How had, your head gonna be bald? Your vagina look like she had like a little fade down there, though. It's like your a little, vagina look like Ben Wallace. Now. <laughs> <laughs> she had a little low cut fade down there. Had some waves on it. It was like an arrow pointing down. Nah, what do you call it? Like a a, a, a air? Like what do you call it? Airstrip. Uh, I don't know. I was it's like, like "Come on!" And it's it's it, crazy. I was just like, "Amber Rose, really?" And then she it. took it down, like it was up, and then it went down. Yeah. And then uh, some dude was on Instagram, on Facebook. He said, "Go to Amber Rose, Amber Rose page right now. Trust me, you'll thank me later." I'm and sure the, they got. And um, then I went to it, and I, and I seen, I seen. Well, at that time, I already had seen uh, Amber Rose's unshaved vagina, and yeah. I was just like, "Huh." That's just crazy. Okay. Why did good for you? Good for you, Amber. That's like, I don't. Um. Yeah, I don't know what the big deal is. Like, I don't understand why. This is a bunch of shock value stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, a lot of this shit is for shock. Even the commercials. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the commercials. Mm-hmm. Like now, it's like every commercial is trying to outdo the other one with mm-hmm. shock value. Like somebody just walk in the room and slap the fuck out of their grandma. You be like, yeah. why is this kid slapping his grandma? Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Yeah, you can't do that shit in a black household. <laughs> you slap your grandma, she gonna shoot your ass straight up. <laughs> black, black, historically black mothers or mothers mainly have said this: "I brought you in this world, I'll take you out." Yeah, and I, and I'll be thinking to myself like. That's a fucking threat, man. That's like a real death threat. I bet you Harriet Tubman was the first person to say that. I brought you out of slavery and I'll put you back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Harriet Tubman didn't take no shit, man. Oh, man. That's going to be the little quote on on the $20 bill. I brought you out of slavery. I could take you back. Oh, yeah. You know they making the 20, $20 Harriet Tubman bills. Yeah. I had a quote on there. That's <clears> a trip, man. One thing about the Instagram thing, though, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, for me, I don't follow Kim Kardashian or Amber Rose, so I don't ever see really what, they're po- what they post. But I would just, like, if I had a, you know, 15, 16-year-old kid, like, I don't want him Mm-mm. seeing freaking Amber Rose's vagina on that's Instagram when he's just scrolling through. That's too that's so that's point. like the, that's the only you know downfall to it. Like you don't really, I don't know how much they censor or whatever is on there depending on your age. But you know, if you, you follow Kim Kardashian, you're gonna see all of that stuff. You know what? You made a very profound point. And you know <laughs> what? Especially like you said, if you had a son at 16, you don't want him seeing that. Because my thing is this: 
if obviously if I have a family and a son, you know, and I'm married, me the way I treat my wife is going to be the example for my son. So if he sees me valuing my wife, his mother, obviously, mm-hmm. then he's going to have an idea of how women should be treated. Yeah. But I'm not going to punish my son for wanting to get some buzzy. So yeah. if, if he's doing that, I'm going to be like, son, look here, man. Like, uh, I, you just got to be real with him. Like, yo, yeah. you need to wear protection. And this, I mean, there's nothing third. really you can do. Nothing you, know you can mean? do. Like, they're going to get it in. They're going to do it. BHS, Bakersfield High School, is notoriously yeah. been the freakiest high school in Bakersfield. Yeah, for years. Long time. They, they got rooms that, you know, have been tarnished with. If you take a black light in some of them rooms, oh man, yeah, it looked like a, a crime scene except yeah. with, except with bodily fluids. Yeah, it looked like one of them glow parties. It looked like it looked like the back room of a Maury Povich DNA test room. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> you are the father, Dequan. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, BHS man. <clears throat> yeah, if anybody went to Bakersfield High and you're listening to this podcast. There are tons of places for people to get it up. And the crazy thing about BHS is there there was a fucking Planned Parenthood right around the corner. Yeah. So students was like... They would get them... they get them little cheap condoms. Yeah. Them is the worst condoms ever known to man. Big old bag of fake condoms. No, they was real condoms, but they... Yeah, I know they real, but they, you know... They Durex. Durex is the worst condom ever created. Durex. Yeah, it make you not want to have sex. Like, this is painful. You put the condom on and feel like you got a fucking, uh, it, it feel like, you know, a balloon before you yeah. blow it up. Yeah. It's like, why are you giving me these balloons, man? Stop playing. <laughs> it's painful, man. That's comedy. Yeah. But to make a long story short, since we strayed off topic, but they all were actually connecting points. Just be safe, man. In the grand scheme of things, be safe. Um, always protect yourself. And be selective. Don't just accept everything. Yeah. You accept everything that you're going to get what's coming to you. Because mm-hmm. the STD rate is out of control. I'm not patting myself on the back. I ain't never had no damn STD. Mm-hmm. Ever. And I got some homies that have like, man, she was pretty, bro. And she burnt me, dude. I never would have thought that she would have burnt me. And I'm thinking like, yeah. you actually burnt yourself, brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta be smart or you will end up in the clinic. You're going to be on one of them. You'll be a, a statistic for uh, people that caught shit. Yeah. You'll be like Usher without the fame. Damn. <laughs> no popularity, just STDs. <laughs> yeah, if you catch an STD and you ain't famous or rich, you just got an STD and you ain't famous or rich. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> anything else on that? Nope. Moving right along. Minding your business. Why do we live in a society that is nosy as fuck and they appropriate it like it's cute? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm nosy. I don't care. You need to mind your motherfucking business. You have no reason. No reason. It adds absolutely positively no value to your life by trying to find something out about someone else. Mm -hmm. You know how much shit I know about people that I would never, like... (laughs) I don't. I don't want to dig into somebody's life to find it out. One, mm-hmm. and two. I just mind my business. I got the reason why I mind my business mainly is because I'm too, I'm too focused on my own business. The nosiest people, 
don't have shit going on for themselves. That's what I've seen. Yeah. But when you got some shit going on, there's no way I have the time to be like, hey, you hear about so? And dudes be gossiping too. Dudes are gossiping worse than women nowadays. Mm-hmm. They're like, you, you hear about uh old boy cheated on his girl, and then they went over there. And I'm thinking like, dude, you might want to put your hand in your pants and make sure you don't have a fucking vagina. <laughs> Cause you sure as fuck don't deserve a penis. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with people, man? We got we live in a we live in a world full of people that are always looking out their fucking blinds. You know how when you open up your oh blinds, God. they blinds be all broken and shit, all pulled down. Like you always looking out the window for yeah. what? One thing I seen on the way home from church, uh, um, on California Avenue, there was some sort. It was like a it was an accident going on, uh-huh. and um. I don't know exactly how the accident played out, but the car was like, you know, spun around and oh, it was, no. you know, taking up basically like two lanes on the on the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were driving by and I thought it was like terrible. You know what I mean? Definitely. I thought it was like, you know, somebody might be laid on the ground or yeah. somebody getting carried away or whatever. Um, and I passed because because when I passed by, it was like people outside of the house, like people holding babies and breastfeeding while they look like <laughs> that didn't really happen. But, you yeah. know, people just outside, <laughs> people outside just looking to see what's going on. And you know what I mean? You rolling up, you like, dang, it must be bad. Then when we finally get up there. Everyone is fine. Yeah, like the, the car just, you know, spun around a little bit. It, mm-hmm. it looked like it was total. It didn't look like they could drive it. But. You know what I mean? Everyone driving by all slow and whatnot. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, this is not anything mm-hmm. like, this is not even that, like, if, at least if you're going to be nosy, let it be about like something that's really dramatic, not Thank just you. a fender bender. Thank you. You know what? You made a very good point there. And this is why. Okay. Being a truck driver, you see more accidents than probably anyone. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some accidents where it was something small where just a fucking tire blows out and then it hits the other car or some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, people will be going slow, looking at the people, recording the people. Like, look, if I'm going through a moment of despair, don't fucking record me. Yeah. If my tire's blown out or I hit my head and I'm bleeding, why the fuck you got me on your Snapchat, you asshole? (laughs) That's fucked up, man. And then people are nosy, dude. Like, they're nosy for no reason. They they just... And people will pull... Okay, look. Let's say somebody gets shot, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Somebody gets shot, they're bleeding. They're like, oh, I'm bleeding, I just got shot. Somebody will pull out their phone and videotape like, dang, this fool just got shot right now. Yeah. I'm over here on Baker Street. And they'd be like, man, call the police, motherfucker. I'm bleeding. Help me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> was that a Mexican accent? What? <laughs> you just did. Which one was that? You said, you said this fool just got shot. I'm over here on Baker oh, no. Street. <laughs> you stupid, man. <laughs> Yeah, hey man, it's on Baker Street, man. <laughs> no, nah, but it's like people just pull out their phones and they don't fucking help, man. They're just nosy. Yeah. And it's 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 horrible. It's ruining mm-hmm. cell phones made it incredibly convenient to learn things. They made it incredibly easy for motherfuckers that can't spell to spell shit right and they still spell it wrong. Yeah. But people don't use smartphones for the right reasons. They <laughs> they use smartphones to be dumber. Yeah. Everything that you're really looking for is right in your phone. Do you want to be smarter? Do you want to read a book? You don't even have to go to the library. You mm-hmm. can do a fucking ebook right on your phone. You can do an audio book right on your phone. 
Do you want to learn how to be a mechanic? You can learn that right on your fucking phone. You ain't got to leave your house. You can do everything right on that fucking phone. Mm-hmm. But still, people don't use it for that. They use it to be nosy, record people, fucking screenshot people, tell on people. See these screenshots? This is where he said that he Damn. wanted to do this to me. And it's like, all this shit is just could be avoided. Yeah. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. They, um... That's just you know yeah that, that part yeah that that, that kind of goes along with it. Part of being nosy is like the whole screenshot and record, oh you know recording your screen and all kind of stuff. It's, just it's like, too much. It's just too much, too much shared information. Definitely, definitely, very. That's yeah, very good point. Too much mm-hmm. shared information. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that it's just be, it's become appropriated. Like yeah. people be like, well, I'm gonna be messy, and mm-hmm. I, when I was listening, I found this out, and it yeah. was just like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, really, who cares? Yeah, you know, you should have been minding your business. Mm-hmm. You should have been mind- like, it's like, first of all, like, let me give you an example. I, I've been out, like, you know, um, uh, going out somewhere, going to lunch or some, taking a check out to eat or whatever, and they'll ask you like some personal questions, but not it's not super personal. It'd be like. So what about this? And what do you think about marriage? And what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And they ask you all this personal shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then you think to yourself, I haven't asked you one personal question. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like people <clears throat> want to know too much. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. That's, and it's not like that's a woman problem. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's a problem where people want to know too much too soon. Mm-hmm. When you just meet me. You're only going to get so much from me at a time. Yeah. I need to be sure you're going to be around before I tell you my fucking business. Yeah. And that was he- some girl I knew. She like, she was like, so how's your relationship with your dad? And I was like, is Bru- it cool? Bruh. I was like, she was like, oh, I hear something there. I was like, man, stop trying to interrogate me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh, man. Hey, bruh, I had something uh, to that same energy where a uh, a young lady, we were just inboxing back and forth, just general conversation. Yeah. And then she was just like, like trying to like determine my love life. Like, the reason why you probably don't have someone is because of this and that. And I was like, whoa, 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 calm down. Like, this is just none of your business. Psychoanalysis. Yeah, it's like you, you're not getting paid. You're not my fucking shrink, first of mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, she's like, so how's the relationship between your parents? Like, did you know, uh, you know, were they did they cheat on each other? Were they faithful? And the I was heck? like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, I'm one year older than you for yeah. one, and two, like, you're the worst example ever to be asking me questions. Yeah, like, chill out. Yeah, none of this shit is your business. Don't don't get caught up in. It. That's another thing. Another form of being nosy as fuck and not minding your business is asking people personal questions. Yeah. And even when people, some people, when people feel comfortable with you and telling you, because anybody that knows me knows me, they know that they could tell me something, they could tell me anything. And even if it makes me uncomfortable to receive that information, I will never say anything about it to anyone. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes they tell me too fucking much and I don't want to know it. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, man, I mean, I just fucking, I got another baby on the way, fool. You know, I'm married, and it's like, fuck, bro. And I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, I just, I just need somebody to talk to, man. I'm just thinking like, bruh. Like, man, this is just too much for me to digest, man. You got so much stress going on in your life that I don't even want to fucking hear it. Yeah. 
I can't help you, man. Yeah. I've literally had these conversations or conversations like this take place. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, motherfucker, if you would have kept your dick in your pants, maybe you wouldn't have these problems. Exactly. Control yourself. That's just another extra point. <laughs> Fellas, control yourself. Control yourself. <laughs> we have a problem controlling ourselves. I've gotten out of character before myself. Yeah. You know, where, you know, I was about to, you know, wanted to do some do something. And, you know, I was probably going to be too aggressive. Like, oh, yeah, maybe we should go to my place. Or, and he yeah. just like, I need to check myself. That's some dog shit. Yeah. Check yourself, man. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, just sometimes some people tell you things so much that you rather mind your business. Yeah. Like some people tell me some shit like, you know, like I mentioned earlier and I'm just like, oh, that's crazy. When yeah. You, that's the best way to get out of a conversation. Just keep saying, oh, that's crazy. Oh, Bro, that's people crazy. don't be taking a hit. Oh, that's crazy. I knew, I knew I had a, uh, <laughs> I had a friend that would just call me just to like vent sometimes and it would be the the stories wouldn't be like super outlandish but sometimes it would just be this like they just wouldn't get that oh that's crazy hint so i'd be like they'd be like dang man i'm going through it i'd be like dang that's crazy i'd be like yeah man i don't know what i'm gonna do what you think i should do i'd be like man i think you should just like break up with the girl dang i don't know man like i really like her dang that's crazy <laughs> I just fucking told you what to do. I just told you what to do. And you didn't want to fucking listen. Yeah, so it's just like you just going around in circles. That's like an opposite of like people people being too nosy. It's people that like are oversharing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We should find all the people that is nosy and all the people that's oversharing, and then put them all in one little house, and then they can have like a perfect relationship. Yeah, pretty much. Like, just tell me everything about yourself, <laughs> so I can know it and like not not add any value to myself. Right. I just know your favorite color. I know where you work now. I know I, how your grandparents met. Yeah, I I know I know um, I know uh, uh was it your your favorite uh your favorite cartoons, dumb shit. Yeah. It, being nosy gets you nowhere is my point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but people that are oversharing is literally just as much a problem as as um, being nosy. Yeah, people overshare. They'd be like, um, they'd be they'd be saying some shit like, "I found out I'm pregnant," and at the time I was talking to two different guys, and now we're trying to figure out who the baby's daddy is, and Dang. things are rough for me right now. I need y'all to pray for me. I'll just be mm-hmm. thinking like. You could have kept that shit to yourself. <laughs> it's certain shit you really shouldn't share, People man. People be posting that stuff on Facebook. On too. Facebook, you be like, "What?" And it's like, "What?" It's like, nah. It, it's this. You really can't do it. I've seen some crazy shit, man. Mm-hmm. I've seen some crazy shit. I, I've seen this is totally unrelated, but I've seen a, a situation where two chicks posted the same dude and was like, "I love you, baby." My, my handsome boyfriend and then it was another chick that posted him and I was just like oh my god like what's the, what's oh my goodness that sounds crazy yeah it's crazy man but it goes with you know not controlling yourself which is mm-hmm. you know a little strain from the topic but yeah Jesus please man he's sharing seeds man and then even when I seen that I just was laughing 
I didn't like I didn't like I didn't take it upon myself to be like hey, man, spread the word. Spread the word. Yeah. Don't, I ain't spread no word. Mm-hmm. I just see I see crazy shit. Yeah. You know, I'm not some shit I will not mention on this podcast that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And uh I just kind of chuckle and laugh it off like dog. This yeah. is this is just this is bananas right here. Yeah. People can't hold water, man. No, nah, they can't. Yeah. Sometimes you want to know you want to know how to tell if someone can so much keep a secret, but or keep uh, just keep things private. Um, test them. Tell them something that's inaccurate on purpose, just to see if they say it. Mm-hmm. I've said some stuff to someone, and I knew like I kind of figured like this motherfucker got a big mouth. Let me tell him some shit that don't even make no sense. And see if, and see if somebody <laughs> see if else get around. Back. See if it get around. And it get around and he'd be like, I ain't never trusting this motherfucker with shit. That's I've done that on purpose. And it's just certain ways you test people to see if they if they legit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And some a lot of motherfuckers just don't. They just don't know how to keep their mouth shut. They got to tell. Yeah. They And it's like. It's, and if you think about it, even at your job, it's always a snitch. It's always somebody being nosy. Mm-hmm. It's always somebody trying to be a kiss ass. These same people that exist in society, like yeah. in everyday society, that is. Yeah. And the oversharing. Oh, another form of oversharing too is like, just like, I don't know, man. Even the sexual stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just disrespectful to me. Like what? Just the sexual stuff, like. You know, uh, we 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 we're revi- revisiting something that I spoke about one time, where it was like you know, you got a picture of your girl and you grabbing up her booty, oh, you spanking yeah. her booty and you putting it on like Facebook or Instagram. You're like, yeah, my girl loves when I rub her butt, and it's like, yeah. that's oversharing, man. Yeah. If you if you, I mean, more power to you, man. Fuck the shit out of your girlfriend. Good for you, but don't <laughs> fucking tell a bunch of strangers about it. Mm-hmm. That shit is oversharing, man. Yeah, that's there's weird. there's no intimacy there. Yeah, how are you gonna be intimate with your girl but you sharing her to the world? Yeah, you know now I get I get a you know now I got a strategy now of how I can grab your girl's booty when y'all break up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's <laughs> you know funny. <laughs> I know I gotta cuff it. Yeah, you know, cuff it with two hands yeah. instead of one. But anyways. That's just my take on that. Yeah. I mean, I never understood why people post stuff like that. Like, I feel like if you want a girl, you just kind of want her to be, like, to yourself. Thank like, you. You don't want the world. Thank you. Wanting your girl also. That's why I never understood, like, you know, some, some of these celebrities, like, they could have girls that they'll be in a relationship, but yet the girl is still on Instagram posting, like, the craziest pictures. I yeah. I never really understood. Like, you want the... Like, I guess you, you know, you want your girl to be beautiful and sexy, but, you know, you don't want the whole world to want your girl. That's just like, that sounds crazy. And then, like, when y'all break up, she's going to be with the next yeah. like, rapper or actor or yep. whatever. Yeah, she's going to go from uh, 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 DJ Nestle Quick to uh, DJ uh, Strawberry Milk. DJ Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be dating the nigga from Starbucks. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, uh, in the in the grand scheme, stop being nosy yeah. and stop oversharing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you continue to do that, that's your life. All I'm saying is that shit put you in a bad space. Yeah. Some people figure like with me, I don't share. I may get on you know Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook and say like funny shit or say stuff, but I'm not telling you 
the intimate parts of my life. Y'all don't deserve that. Yeah. Whatever I mention on here is what I mention on here. But it's like, mm-hmm. man, I'm not going to be... I don't have nothing to prove to people. Yeah. Keith the same way, man. He he shares less than I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, that's the, that's just that on that. Yeah. All right. Moving along. Moving along. I don't know if this is news to you guys. I don't know how much you actually give a shit about it. But 21 Savage mentioned, if you guys don't know who 21 Savage is, he is a dude that has a tattoo of a knife in the middle of his forehead, and he is a uh, a successful rap artist. Mm-hmm. 21 Savage mentioned he is not buying any <clears throat> more jewelry. He is using that money to invest in cryptocurrency and also um, other lucrative investments. Mm-hmm. Now... This is a guy straight from the streets who got shot multiple times. He lost his brother uh, and other friends in the streets to that gang life. He became a successful rap artist. But here's the thing. When people see rap artists, you know, and they got tattoos on their face and their arms and stuff, you should really listen to some of these guys speak. They are not as dumb as you think they are. Most of them are. Most of them are. Yeah. (laughs) Most of them niggas is dumb. <laughs> They'd be like A B F J K I D. <laughs> you old. <laughs> oh no. Um, but 20, they, what's that? Uh, was it? What's thirteen plus nine? Was that? Uh, that oh, is it twenty one? What's nine plus ten? Twenty one. You stupid. <laughs> That's how 21 Savage should start off his album. Not yeah, not. that was funny. I don't know why. I kept replaying that video. I was just crying. My chest was hurting. He's like, what's 9 plus 10? 21? You stupid. <laughs> Bro, that would be the hardest intro. You stupid. Uh, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> that was on, uh, I think it was on Vine. When Vine was out, I think. Yeah. I don't even know why that's funny. That it just it is, man. It don't even like if you tell somebody that story, it's not even funny. But you just watch the video, you'd be like, "What the heck is this?" Oh, okay. Oh, I think I, I think I found it right. Yep, I found it. But it's only six seconds long. You stupid. Huh. Nine, nine. What's nine plus ten? Twenty-one. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's you stupid. Funny. No, I not. <laughs> What's nine plus ten? Twenty one. <laughs> you stupid. And he didn't say you stupid. He said that shit without the S. You stupid. I don't think you should ever call your younger sibling stupid. Nah, you shouldn't. But some people, you know what the funny thing is with you and like uh, and your younger brother. You never used to slap him around, and yeah. you never did that. Some some older siblings are assholes. Yeah, I know my sister. I love her to death. But when I was a little kid, she used to whip my ass. Man. <laughs> She's three years older than me, so it would be like I'd be trying to do something, and she'd just smack me to the ground, and I'd be like, "Man!" And then I would try to get up and do something, and then she smacked me back down again. Shut up, Eddie! You stupid. Bam. <laughs> Nigga was getting backhanded for years. <laughs> Me and my older cousin, we used to get beat up by our sisters until we got old enough. They didn't fuck with us no more. That's funny. And then they, you know, they pulled that. And then, then it was like, don't you be putting your hands on your sister like that. 
Yes. Like, you know, she's been beating me up for she years. Beat me up I'm for years. finally 6'2". I can fight her back. Yeah, I got all this pent-up anger. <laughs> get my ass whooped all them years. Like, I'm going to get my get back. <laughs> she's going to get these hands. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but... uh, Freaking uh, 21 Savage yeah. uh, is not using his money for jewelry. Yeah. Because he is actually making lucrative investments. And to go from being in the streets, you got to think about the polar opposite here. Like, you go from being in the streets where you got number liquor stores and gun violence and all this shit. You go from that to investing in cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one doing it. Also, Nipsey Hussle is invest, invested in FollowCoin, I think it was called. Yeah. And these rappers are getting smart. Yeah. They're, they're getting smart. They're investing their money. And the thing about it too is like, have you ever heard of a like? Have you ever like didn't hear from an artist for years, and you'd be like, dang, they probably broke. They ain't making no music. A millionaire. They be like multi-millionaires. Chameleonaire is another one. Mm-hmm. Chameleonaire invested. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I gotta look that up too, because chameleonaire like investing in a bunch of startup companies out yeah. there in uh, Silicon Valley. Yes. Mm-hmm. He you be saying he had all the uh, Warriors games in Houston. He was at every single one of them games. Yeah, courtside next to E40. Okay, and Chameleonaire, we haven't heard anything recent from the guy. He's just, he is worth twenty five million dollars. I mean, yeah, you mean, bro? Another one, Vanilla Ice was very rich as well. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 uh, Ice Ice Baby shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, what? I don't really know what his net worth is now, but um, he was doing that. Um, um, what was it? The, the do it yourself. Like he was flipping homes. Yeah, he's at the he had Bruh. His TV show. Bruh, Vanilla Ice. This nigga's worth eighteen million. Crazy. I he, ain't had hit, he ain't had a hit since the nineties. <clears throat> Man, he ain't had shit. All we remember him for was Ice Ice Baby. And he still be performing that shit. Mm-hmm. And he and man, it's just crazy. Yeah. And I think. This goes to show a lot of people that win the lottery, they end up going broke and dying. You I don't know if you heard about that. Mm-hmm. They end up going broke and dying because they are they money can literally change the whole course of your life. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been through enough life and had ups and downs and, and you're not humbled enough by things, you can end up like in a bad situation. And uh these guys are smart enough to probably either have financial advisors or family that cared about them or friends that they made. That's why relationships are important. You know, mm-hmm. the friendships you build with people while you on top. Because yeah. Chameleonaire had some, he was on, on the top of the charts for a little bit back in like 2008, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure them friends he made is going to really help him out. Yeah. Because he worth $25 million. And it was like, what is somebody said? Somebody posted a picture. Uh, of Chameleonaire. Why is this washed up nigga on the sidelines of the NBA game? How could he afford that? I'm thinking like... washed up nigga got more money than you do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely got more money than your whole family combined because all they got is EBT cards and uh, EBT cards and and, uh, blunt wraps. (laughs) Swisher Sweets and EBT. (laughs) You got Swisher Sweets and and EBT cards over there. That sounds like a SoundCloud rapper single. Oh, yeah. 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 Shout out to SoundCloud though, man. I don't, <laughs> don't want to, you know, 
I don't want to say nothing bad about them. <laughs> you know, they've been holding me down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man. But some... with that, with that, um, you know, the whole twenty one thing. The 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 real message is like, you know, obviously, some of these rappers are more intelligent than others when it comes to definitely managing their money and stuff. But just a regular person could do the same thing because he talked about. He said he got way richer when he stopped buying jewelry. Yeah. Um. In, in in another video he did and he he just talked about how you know he was just spending you know basically spending all the money he earned and you know just a normal person that works you know at any kind of job could do could apply those same those that same logic like if you're a person that works um you know at McDonald's or something and you have a makeup fetish or you have you know you like buying Jordans or you like buying shoes or you like shopping every time you get paid just treat that like 21 Savage treats jewelry. Exactly. And just stop buying it and you'll see that you'll be, you know, saving money a lot um, more and more so. And even like, you know, buying, you know, even a lot of people that work at fast food restaurants spend a lot of money buying fast food. So if you like, hey, sure. man, I'm spending too much money, um, you know, at the place that I work buying food where I could just, you know, Steal meal preps. No, yes, yes. <laughs> Steal it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. At least you get some credibility. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And you know, the, the funny thing is is the newer generation of rappers get a really bad reputation for, you know, having spread a bad message or this and that. I understand that. But it right here it says, you know, 21 Savage dis, uh, disavows jury wants to influence youth to make business decisions, business investments. So it's like this guy is is like literally putting a whole like he's sending a whole message with this yeah it ain't just about like molly percocet and yeah you know shoot a nigga in his brains you know shit like that yeah. it's like hold up i'm rapping about all that thug shit i did yeah but this is where i'm at now yeah this is what i'm doing now that's what you have to watch watch for the growth of yes. a rapper Yes. Like if a rapper comes in, a lot of these dudes begin deals when they're 18, 19 years old. You grow. And you straight from, you know, whatever neighborhood you're coming from. And then you're making music about shooting up people and all this. And then, you you know, you hang around some OGs and they're giving game to you. Yes. And, you know, you transform your life. There's, you know, those are the people you could respect and you could, you know, you, you could see the growth in those people. But there are some people, something, some, some people that they'd be like... 45 years old and they still talking about shooting people and yeah selling drugs no growth like, yeah it's like like what am, what are we supposed to do with this you know Nothing. what i mean somebody like a jay-z has grown up or somebody like you know like we talked about nipsey hustle you know yes. his first single was like the most crypt out video ever known to man and yeah. now you know what i mean he's doing you know talking about cryptocurrency and talking about owning your masters and you know making different business deals and stuff like that so th that's the kind of growth we want to see i won't even say any names of you know people that aren't doing that but you know we all know who those people are so yeah. definitely i think that i think that being extremely successful it's not that it comes in waves or this and that it's just that whenever you want to do more then do that Mm -hmm. And it's like some of these guys that they make two million dollars and be like, I'm set for life. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, you can't do that. Yeah. You have to start putting yourself in places that you're not 
not so much not too sure of, but places that will continue to grow you. Yeah. You know, you think about Dr. Dre, like, that is just astronomical. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude was worth how much? Around a billion? He's the first billionaire uh, uh, producer slash rapper ever. Mm-hmm. He sold uh, beats for how much was it? Yeah, he got like a. They sold it to Apple, and Apple. then he got. He was. He owned like a third of it. So, yeah. Um, I don't think his net worth net worth is a billion, but if nah. you combine all the assets and stuff and his shares in the Apple, it's only stuff, his his net worth is only eight hundred and thirty million. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's crazy. But you know, you round it up a few million. Oh my God! Like you and listen to this. This is why it's important to always believe in yourself. He was a producer from Compton in L.A. Mm-hmm. in the streets. Yeah. Didn't even hardly have enough money to take care of his family. Yeah. And this dude is worth $830 million. Yeah. That is all the incentive you need to take, not only to believe in yourself, but also to invest mm-hmm. and, and, and do your best. With me, man, I think the smartest thing you could do is the small stuff. I mean, if, if all else feels like, for one, don't just have reckless bad credit. Because mm-hmm. at one time, my shit was like, it was kind of trash, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was like, yo, I can't I can't do this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have to make sure my shit's legit. My shit's legit now. You know, um, I'm not going to be telling you what my fucking credit score is, but yeah. <laughs> it, went from, it went from shit to fit. Yeah. You know, and... Shit like that is important. It mm-hmm. gives you more spending power. You can get more, you know, loans and just basic shit like that. Yeah. And, you know, then when when eventually you start investing in properties and land and all these other things, you'll be more, uh, what's the word? You'll be more credible. Mm-hmm. You'll have a, a resume of being financially sound and financially responsible. And you can you can leverage that in order to make you more money and have more buying power. Yeah. And uh, Twenty One Savage, man, I, I think this guy is gonna be worth some money. I, he's got him at four million dollars at his net worth now, mm-hmm. but I know he's worth more than that. He's probably worth at least about six point five, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got some hits. You think about all these songs he's been coming out with. Some of these songs have been legit hits. Yeah, like uh, Ric Flair, that's a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also got uh, Rockstar with Post Malone, that's yeah. a hit. Like you are making money when mm-hmm. you when you coming out with songs as hits. After hit, like bro, you are gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. So uh, I say, if if twenty one keep it up, he probably gonna be worth at least like thirty, forty million. Mm-hmm. And that's that's damn good. Yeah, but that's still considered like if you if you trying to go on because Drake is worth how much you know? Uh, it's probably in the three hundred a million range, two hundred yeah. million range. Let's see. That's got him at ninety. Ninety, uh. but it's probably it's probably not adding the lucrative investments because lucrative investments also have a that's a whole nother deal. Mm-hmm. So you might be ninety million, but that's only talking about was it was it not liquid assets, but um. Yeah, and there's so many fact you know so, so many, many factors factors that go into it. Yeah, like, it's just rich, like rich people talk. You know, yeah. I can't I can't I can't really get into it myself. Um, my net worth is not Drake's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real. <laughs> My network is not Drake's. Yeah. So I couldn't tell you. There's what I what I noticed too, so you know, they have those those cash um kings in hip hop every every um 
every year they come out and you tend to see the same top, you know, five on there every year. And there's there's a um one of the the common things that all of them have is they had they all had like similar starts. Yeah. To where they almost came in the rap game with like negative definitely. You know, a negative deficit in a bank account or you know what I mean? They came in from the slums or they came in from poverty and stuff like that. And then they all found a way to um like work the system in their favor favor whether it's like owning their own label most of them you know you know Dre got aftermath so the top the top three is top three or four is always like um, Jay Z P Diddy Dr Dre um, and Birdman is usually on there <clears throat> Fifty Cent is on there sometimes but as the years go on he's getting yeah, he just filed bankruptcy, so he probably won't be on there for a while. Yeah, but he was, bro. He had vitamin water and yeah, he was man. Yeah, um, so you, but you know, the consistent ones have always been, you know, those four. P Diddy and all them. Yeah, Eminem up on that bitch too, though. I haven't seen Eminem on there. No, nah. He's he's usually a little bit further down. He's not because it's not it's not um it's it's the total net worth, so it'll be like. It's it's a race to a billion at this point. Yeah, he got he worked so, one hundred ninety. Yeah, so you talk about Jay Z and P Diddy and all those guys are in the um they're like in the eight hundred million dollar range. Yeah, and um, so you know it's like a you know at this point it's like a race to a billion dollars. <clears throat> yeah, oh my God, Jay Z is worth eight hundred and ten million. Yeah, and he actually they say Diddy is uh it says just ten million short of Diddy's total net worth, but. With a series of massive business contracts, lofty real estate purchases, and a successful album release and tour, 2018 may be the year Jay-Z's net worth makes him king of hip-hop. I think these guys are competitive about this shit. They're not yeah, saying definitely. it. They gotta be competitive. I don't think, yeah, I don't, you know, hip-hop is the most competitive, you know, art out of anything, you know what I mean? That we... It's hip hop. We, t- you know, you can hear it in the songs. Like uh, Jay Z talks about eleven number one albums or twelve number one albums. Drake, yeah. you know, Drake always references how many times he's had songs on the, you know, the Hot One Hundred and you know stuff like that. How many records he's broken? You know what I mean? That's just ingrained. So I know, you know, obviously Jay Z and uh, P Diddy are friends, but I'm sure there's, you know, it's like a race. It's a race to a billion. Just like I know that the Apple, Microsoft, and um, Google are all in a race to get to a trillion dollars. Like they're all in that same that same range, that same yeah, eight hundred uh, eight hundred billion dollar range, eight nine hundred billion dollar range. Nine hundred million. No. What? Apple. They're oh Apple. Yeah. So they're in the you know the billion dollar range. Definitely, <clears throat> definitely. But yeah, man, it's a, you know it's it's at the end of the day it's a sport the the way the way that I. That I see it like somebody like a um, somebody like a Warren Buffett is oh my God. like he just like the the from what from the conversations that I've watched on YouTube and stuff to to me it seems like for him making money is just fun. Oh my like God. he's just this dude is you worth eighty four billion man. Yeah, he's just flipping money and buying um, buying different businesses, buying tra- uh, trains uh, companies and. Buying, you know, investing in Coca Cola and investing in, uh, I think he's investing in cryptocurrency and all kind of stuff. So, like to him, it's just like cool. Like he just wakes up every day and you know reads through the newspaper and reads articles and stuff, and then buys companies and you know ten years down the line they're worth more. It's just like 
They got Mark Cuban in the billions? Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't know Mark Cuban was worth that much. Yeah, man, Mark Cuban. Get money out here. $3.7 billion? Damn. Yep. You got to have that money though when you're an owner. You got you to gotta yeah, have that. Yeah. You got to have that capital. You got to be. They that's they asked LeBron James. They were like, down the line, would you um would you want to own the Cavaliers? Or They asked him something like that. And he was like, basically, essentially he just said, I'm not rich enough to buy the Cavaliers. Yeah. And he's Definitely like not. he's obviously LeBron James is one of the richest athletes in the world, but he's you know he's right. He said he was number they had they just had the sports list come out, and he was number five or six or something like that. So LeBron, he was just saying like you know. It says Forbes says uh, LeBron is basically James will earn eighty six million in twenty seventeen, including a thirty one point two million salary and whopping fifty five million in product endorsements. He has a net worth of four hundred million. Damn. According to Celebrity Net Worth, you can use this net worth cal- calculator to see how you stack up against King James. Well, I don't stack up shit. And, comp- and compared to LeBron James, I'm probably uh, uh, a, pe- a peanut, honey roasted peanut. That's about as close as I get. Right. LeBron, LeBron James. Bubble in the ocean. Huh? Say so you're a bubble in the ocean. Yeah. This for even like Floyd Mayweather is 280. Floyd Mayweather was number one on the list on this on the. Highest paid uh, sports athletes. Damn. LeBron James was number six. Steph Curry was number eight. Wow. Um, Floyd. What is, I wonder what Floyd says. What says here? He's worth. Oh wow. No way. Seven hundred million. Floyd Mayweather has a net worth to back up his nickname. The boxer made two hundred fifty million from his fight with Manny Pacquiao. Of course, that was in fifteen. Mayweather's career earnings total, his career earnings total of seven hundred million. Mayweather was fitted for his pair of boxing gloves at eight seven. So, yeah. You know what's funny is that um, Fifty Cent was was doing all this like Floyd Mayweather bashing, like Floyd Mayweather yeah. gonna go broke, Floyd yeah. Mayweather can't read, Floyd Mayweather can't do this, and then like a couple years after all that, he had filed for bank. Or what, but it's, 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 it's rich people bankruptcy though but any kind of bankruptcy means that you don't have money mm. but like Donald Trump has filed for bankruptcy multiple times yes he has and everyone knows that he got some shaky his, his, shaky deals yeah his money is shaky people that like you, you don't see like Apple or Google or Microsoft filing for bankruptcy to get rid of any sort of thing definitely because yeah, if you got the true. money, you just gonna you know you just gonna do it and not take that hit. <clears throat> that's true. That yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, what you're saying is your money is funny. Yeah. <laughs> you got that monopoly, and you know this this is kind of off topic, but it seems like monopoly is like monopoly. The game is almost like a representation of life in general. Yeah. And it's kind of weird, like that whole jail shit too. It's like past it's jails. Like even like you know, the, they had this study online on YouTube that I seen where I don't know if they were playing I think they were playing Monopoly. And they showed how people's character will change um depend it, it essentially showed like um like a privilege, like a white privilege or whatever, um, versus like a normal person just, you know, trying to get by. So, you know, the white privileged person or the, the privileged person 
Like they get every time they pass go, they get like an extra, extra few hundred dollars, and then um, they would also get like you know just different different um, at different add-ons throughout the game, which basically like increase their money and property and stuff tenfold versus a person that was just playing regularly, and then oh, wow. that was like the, the what they did was they put a bowl of. Um, they put a bowl of, uh, um, I don't know, like snacks, whether it was like Pringles or chips or yeah. whatever. Pretz- there was pretzels, I think it was. So they they saw how throughout the game, the privileged person, they started to take like, they were, um, I can't even find the word for it, but they were just kind of like, I'm going to say overdoing it, but they were just taking advantage of like they were a little bit more snobby. They were, you know, taking a few. Like at first, they would just grab one pretzel, and then as the game go on and their, you know, their bank account grew more and more, they might start taking two or three pretzels at a time and laughing a little bit more. I think I've like, seen this. Yeah, it's a crazy video. If you guys got the chance to, um, yeah, check it out. I don't even know the name of it, but just Google like um, Monopoly experiment. Um, I don't know. It'll, it'll pop up. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monopoly is just a trip, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, once once you start to make that type of money, in order to maintain that form of lifestyle, because what's crazy is is the more money you make, your lifestyle changes. You really can't, mm-hmm. you know, you really can't. I mean, you could you could somewhat live, you know, beneath the money that you make to you know preserve your money and not blow it. Mm-hmm. But your lifestyle is going to change. You're going to be able to afford more things, better things. So you're going to do that. But in order to maintain that, you're going to always want to be ahead yeah. and make that money. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes for Mr. Mister Savage. Yeah. Um, in general, I wish him the best of luck. It's always good to see uh, young up-and-coming artists, and especially rap artists that come from the gutter mm-hmm. and actually acquire wealth and learn how to grow that well. So I Yeah. You you got you got my support, Mr. Mr. Savage. Yeah, a lot I like a lot of like what twenty one is doing, but definitely if you guys are looking for some sort of motivation financially, um Rick Ross does a lot of that too. Yes, you know, he, does, he does. Does a lot of videos on his Snapchat where he talks about buying houses, buying <laughs> buying pro- it sounds funny just because Rick Ross's voice is kinda of funny. Yeah. Before you buy this Maybach, make sure you buy you some property. Go buy some. Go buy back the block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd be like, come on, Rick Ross. It, but it, it's true though. <laughs> he always sound like he just got through smoking a blunt. He'd be like, it's a lot of times you gonna get money, but you can't get no money if you ain't got no money. And you'd be like, I mean, I want to say it's a profound point, but it's like, it's fucking Rick Ross, man. <laughs> He's not a dummy, yeah. but he ain't exactly super smart either. It's like, I see y'all standing in line for them J's. How long you gonna stand in line for some money? Yeah! <laughs> and it's like, he, he thought he made a real good point, so he like just looked into the camera for a little bit. Like, man. But he is wildly successful. It has a lot to do with his drive. He's, and yeah. what I do love about Rick Ross is Rick Ross, he, he owns a lot of... Um, uh, wing stops and yeah. checkers now. Yeah, he goes to location and he be out there sweeping his store from the outside. He be treating his uh, employees like queens. He took them all out to eat. 
And if we had it on Snapchat, they was like, oh, what you, uh, uh, what you want? What you want to eat? Or no, no, actually, he took him out to some club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, and uh, the chick was like, he was like, what you want? She's like, I want you. <laughs> and he was like, girl, what you want to drink? <laughs> yeah, humble guy, man. Humble yeah, dude. Shout out to Rick Ross. Shout out to Rick Ross. Definitely. Uh, yeah, Rick Ross. There's a lot of people out there with those type of... Um, everyone, you know, everyone has a sort of iteration of motivation, but definitely yeah. Rick Ross is one of those ones where, you know, if you're looking for something more so than wake up people, go get it today. You know, if you, yeah. if you're looking for some real direction, you know, he, he kind of gives those to you in little small, you know, 20 minute or 20 second videos, 10 second videos, stuff like that. Yeah. I, and honestly, me personally, I don't like seeing people who are just successful. They've been successful for years. I like seeing people that came from shit. Yeah. I'm talking about, I like seeing people that came from having their lights cut off to being arrested, to having no opportunities to actually turning it around. Yeah. Because those people, it those people had to overcome like just freaking astronomical, just just different like obstacles in front of them. Mm-hmm. You know, especially coming from the streets. Man, once you become a product of the streets, it's hard to get out. Yeah. I'm not a street dude, but I got family that's been locked up. They get out. They can't get a good job. They working at a burger place, not making no money. So then they rob somebody or they go sell dope. Then they go mm-hmm. back to prison and they don't have no opportunities when they get out. Yeah. So to see somebody succeed is uh, it's a big deal. Yeah, man. Definitely. There's, you know, I think um, part of it, too, is um, some people just have that entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, that's you know that. Yeah, mean? that's so true. If they're even if they're selling drugs, there's always like something in the back of their mind where it's like, oh, maybe if I get this amount of money, you know, I could flip it into a record label. Or I could flip yeah, it. Yeah, that's whatever. how a lot of them record labels started. Yeah. Yep. And some of them people, they just they just it's just a job for, for them. So you know what I mean. They just sell drugs until you know they just sell drugs and there's no there's no end goal. And then they get caught up, and then they get out, and then they do the same thing. Or, you know what I mean? They realize that working a regular job at Walmart or something ain't paying like selling no, drugs is. Not at all. And you have to put more effort into it to make less money. And you're just like, man, I'm about to go back to selling these pills or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And it's, and it's bad. It's, but rappers, man, I, it, don't get me wrong. I like, I like Future, but I'm really starting to back off him. Mm-hmm. This is the message sometimes is like this, especially the Percocet, Molly Percocet, yeah. uh, and Percocet. Like, what are you really saying at this yeah. point? When, when did you know? If if you're a kid, you 18 years old, like all of that in the grand scheme of things, like it doesn't really affect you like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Some people, you know, it I, it may influence certain people to like go out and do drugs, but for the majority of people. I don't think they're listening in the future and being like, you know, oh, man, I'm going to go try Molly. I'm going to go try Percocet. Shit, a lot of these kids own that shit, though. Yeah. I'm saying a lot of them are, but not the majority. Exactly. You know, it's just people that just like to hear the music. Exactly. But once you get, like, you know, your late 20s, early 30s. Ain't nothing influential. Like, you you need, like, you need some substance in your music. You yes. Know I mean? You don't want to hear freaking drug references all day. Get tired of it, know. guns. Yeah, guns. Get old. Shooting up people and... You don't want to hear, you know, all that when you... That's you know, why I listen to everything. I, yeah. The only thing I can't get into is country. 
I don't know. I mean, I live in a country city. Yeah. But, like, I listen to all kinds. I listen to classic rock. I listen to, uh, uh, like, 80 soft rock and freaking. Mm-hmm. I listen to all kinds of shit. So, not techno, but I listen to, like, sometimes, like, alternative and. Yeah. Yeah, because the message be so bad in rap. If I listen to rap all day, all the time, I would go fucking brain dead. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, anything else to add on that? No, sir. All right, man. Well, uh, you've reached the end of episode nine. I know a lot of y'all don't uh, have a lot of idle time. Some do. But, once again, I'd like to thank you for checking out this podcast. Um, I will be shooting, continue to shoot those links out, man. And uh, thanks for the support. I'm seeing some of the numbers go up, and I'm not I'm not doing this to uh, draw a bunch of attention to myself. Like, oh, look at this. Yeah. You know, I just want to continue to grow an organic fan base, people that actually enjoy the content, and I do this for y'all, man. So, I will leave by saying that you've been listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K. Fings. Y'all have a good one. Peace.